welcome to the Freshman Fitness Podcast, a podcast designed specifically for beginners trying to navigate the difficulties of getting started with their fitness journey. My name is Emily and I'm a certified personal trainer and gym rat dedicated to providing you with the tools necessary you need to start your fitness journey and to stick with it. This podcast is all about sharing no BS tips, real reviews, and personal stories to help you build the confidence you need to achieve your fitness goals. Let's get into it. Today's episode is going to be on how to build healthy long-term habits for success in the gym. And this topic really goes hand in hand with motivation, which is a topic that a lot of people come to me and ask me, you know, how do I find the motivation to go to the gym, to work out, all this stuff. And it's really not about motivation, right? It's not about being motivated because most people who go to the gym regularly are not motivated. They are consistent, they are disciplined, and they get it done. So this episode is really going to be about how to build those habits and make it a long-term thing that you regularly do. So as I was just saying, consistency is key. Consistency will always beat out motivation every single time. You'll never always be motivated to go to the gym. So it's important that we just kind of take motivation off the table for now. I hate when people come to me and they say, I'm not motivated because I'm not motivated either, right? It's a lame excuse for not going to the gym. If you have a goal you want to achieve, a certain way you want to look, you have to do it anyways. It doesn't matter if you want to go to the gym. It's something you need to do. So you're going to have to sit down, plan it into your schedule, and say you're going to go X amount of times a week at Y time, and you're going to go. Simple as that. And every single time you plan to go, that it's written down on your calendar, that it's written down in your phone, you're going to go. Even if you really, 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 really don't want to go, you're going to do it anyways. You're not going to think about it. You're not going to debate it. You're not going to procrastinate. You're just going to set a time and go no questions asked. Don't let the question of am I going to go to the gym or not sit in your brain. There should not be a question. It should just be a matter of what time am I going because I have it planned on my schedule today. I want you to think about it this way. So let's say that, for example, your parent could be of an actual child or let's say you have a dog and you're like a dog parent. If you drop your kid off at school or you drop your dog off at daycare, you're going to eventually have to go back and pick up your kid or pick up your dog. It's not a matter of, am I going to go pick up my kid? Am I going to go pick up my dog? It's a matter of, if I want to keep my child, if I want to keep my dog, then I need to go and get them because that's my responsibility. So you should think about the gym in that same light. It's something that you don't think twice about doing. It's not a matter of, am I going to do it? It's a matter of when I'm going to do it. And if you think about it, not everybody has the physical ability to be able to go to the gym. So being able to Go to the gym is something you get to do. It's not something you have to do, but it's something you are able to do. It's a blessing to be able to go to the gym. In this episode, we're going to go over how to successfully make the gym a long-term habit, which ultimately is going to boil down to a combination of consistency and your goals. And I know I keep throwing out that word habit, so let's go over what a habit is to begin with. According to good old Google, a habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. As humans, we have both good and bad habits. A good habit could be considered brushing our teeth daily when we wake up because, you know, no one wants to have stanky breath. But a bad habit could be late night snacking because generally when you're late night snacking, it's not food that you actually need. It's just extra food on top of what you've already eaten today. And you probably already hit your calories throughout the day. So it's just additional food that is not helping you hit your goals. In order to form a habit, it takes time though. And I read this book, it's called Atomic Habits. It's a 
10 out of 10 read. Definitely recommend reading that if you get the chance. It's by someone named James Clear. And in his book, he says that you have about two months or 66 days before you form a habit. And in order to actually break a habit, it takes even more time generally just because it's a little bit harder. But to be honest, we never truly break habits. We just replace them with better ones. Regardless if you're breaking a habit though, or if you're building a new habit, there's one thing that both of those have in common and that is gonna be consistency. You cannot build a new habit or break a bad habit without being consistent over a long period of time. It is literally impossible. And that applies to everything in life, not just the gym. And a lot of people don't really put two and two together that our good habits that we form in life are generally driven from our goals and what we want to achieve. So let's go over a few things you can do to start setting good quality goals. The first thing is going to be start small. So many people, when they go to make a goal, they make it so hefty that it's actually nearly impossible to achieve or that it's going to be so taxing to achieve that it really is much more likely to fail than it is to succeed. And don't get me wrong, it's good to set high level goals for yourself, but you don't want to set it to be too much at once. You want to set it in small increments. Because if you set a goal that's so hefty for yourself that you can't achieve it in the time frame you gave yourself, you're going to be easily discouraged when you don't hit that goal. And you're going to want to give up and not set any more goals. Let's run through it with an example. So for example, you want to lose 100 pounds, which is a lot of weight to lose, by the way, and it takes a lot of time. So if you said, I want to lose 100 pounds in the next year, that's a hefty goal. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's not very likely. And if you're halfway through, you know, at the six month mark and you see that you've only lost 30 pounds, which is amazing, by the way. But if you see you've only lost 30 pounds and you're set to lose about 50 at this time rate, you're going to be very discouraged that you're not where you're supposed to be. You're going to be super disappointed and you may even give up on your goal at that point, at the six month point, because you're going to say, I don't even have enough time to realistically be able to hit this goal. So I might as well just give up now. If we take this goal though, we make it a bit more realistic, let's see how that changes everything. If you had made the goal, I want to lose five pounds every month for the next few months, when you hit the six month mark and you've lost 30 pounds, five times six is 30, that is exactly on track to where you were supposed to be. You're gonna look at that and you're gonna say, wow, I'm on track, I'm doing great, this is amazing. And you're gonna be encouraged to keep going and hitting more goals and setting more goals for yourself. So if you see the difference there, it's really just a mental thing. The next thing is going to be making sure we set SMART goals for ourselves. If you're unsure of what that means, it's an acronym. So S stands for specific, which is sensible, significant, simple. M stands for measurable, meaningful, motivating. A stands for achievable, attainable, R stands for relevant, which is just realistic, result-based, and then T stands for time-bound, so setting a time-sensitive goal for yourself. An example of a mediocre goal to set would be, I want to lose some weight. As you can see, it's not very specific. It doesn't really have anything you can measure. Of course, you could lose weight on the scale, but if you lost five pounds, is that on track to your goal or what is your end goal, right? Because your end goal could have been five pounds. Did you already achieve your goal? Did you not achieve your goal? Do you want to lose more weight? It's not specific enough to tell if you actually achieve your goal to physically mark down progress as yes, I achieved this goal. Yes, I'm making progress towards my goal because you didn't follow those parameters. Now let's set a SMART goal for ourselves. 
An example would be, I want to lose 10 pounds in the next 10 weeks by doing a combination of strength training and cardio four times a week and eating in a 500 calorie deficit. So that is a much more specific goal. It has a time frame. It has a specific number you can measure and track. You know, if you lost one pound a week, you're a tenth of the way to your goal. Um, and then it says exactly how you're going to do it. A combination of strength training and cardio four times a week and eating in a 500 calorie deficit. So these are two very, very different goals. They have the same end result, but this is a goal that you are much more likely to achieve in the end. This goes to my next point of making sure to track your progress. Are you hitting your small smart goal that you set for yourself every single day? Are you hitting it every single week? Are you hitting it every single month? This is going to be key to building up your habit in the long term. So physically write it down if you have to on pen and paper and check it off every single day. Another great alternative, if you're more tech savvy, you like your phone, as many do, put it in your reminders and physically tap it every single day to check it off to make sure that you achieve that. And to go back to my my examples of those two different goals, you can't really do that when you have that mediocre goal of I want to lose some weight because did you check it off today? Are you losing weight every single day? You can't really measure that, right? But if you went to the gym and you did your cardio and you ate a 500 calorie deficit, you can check that off every single day. And it's very motivating to check it off every day which is going to lead me into my last point, which is making sure you celebrate your small wins. This could be rewarding yourself with a gift, some relaxation time, a snack of your choice, whatever it's going to be to help you stay motivated and stay on track because who doesn't like rewards? So if you're doing something right, you should reward yourself every single day. You just want to make sure that you're not rewarding yourself so much that it's detrimental to your progress. Like if you're like, okay, I hit my my calorie deficit today and whatever. Now I'm going to go eat a huge ice cream sundae. Like obviously that doesn't make any sense. That would be detrimental to what you're trying to achieve in the long term. I think an important thing to note as well here is that you should not be just regularly rewarding yourself for actions that do not align with your goals. Because if you're trying to use this as a motivator, as a way to stick to your your habits and your goals and whatever, then that's not going to work anymore when you're just rewarding yourself whenever because it kind of becomes meaningless. So all the things I just mentioned, right, those circle back to having a plan in place. And as my boy Benjamin Franklin said, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. And we are not planning to fail here, we are planning to succeed. And of course I always save the most relevant, important piece of information for the ending. So only the true followers, the true people who are listening to this and reading the blog post will get the good information. So the most important aspect you need to figure out in everything here is why you want to build this new habit or why you want to break that bad habit. What are you doing it for? Who are you doing it for? Because if you're unsure of the true purpose of why you're doing it in the first place, you are highly likely to fail whenever you're trying to create a new habit or create a new goal or break a bad habit, whatever it may be, you're highly likely to fail if you do not know why you're doing it. I think with everything in life, it's important to find that passion because passion increases motivation, it increases excitement and the likelihood of your success overall. So you need to find that passion, the real underlying reason why you want to build this habit, why you want to break that habit in order to be successful. Because most people aren't just in the gym to look good naked, right? That's not their passion. That's not their purpose. Of course, it's a benefit that comes with it most of the time, but most people are not in there solely for that reason. Most people are in the gym because they're passionate about their health. They're passionate about living a long, healthy lives for themselves, for their families, whatever it may be, they are passionate about doing that. 
They do it for their physical health, their mental health, for their sanity. The gym is a sacred place for many people, a place they go to release the stress and the tension from daily life. So I kind of encourage you to just dig a little deeper inside of you and truly pull out that reason. What is that reason for you? Why do you want to build those long-term healthy habits? Why do you want to find success in the gym? Because it's not just that you want to look good. There's an underlying reason. Why do you want to look good, right? So find that reason and just figure out what being successful in the gym will really mean to you. What will it do for you? That is truly what we're trying to get to here in this episode. Once you find that purpose, that passion, that reason, hold on to it, write it down, keep it somewhere where you can see all the time so that you're constantly reminding yourself of why you have this goal in place, why you wanna build this habit, Physically seeing that goal will help keep you motivated. And as I said, it all goes back to motivation, right? Because people are lacking motivation and this will help you build up that motivation. It won't obviously be all the time, but it will help you ignite that fire inside of you to build the consistency to go to the gym day in and day out whenever you plan to go over a long period of time. Thank you so much for listening in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend and tag me on Instagram at emilyrobinson.fit so that I can personally thank you. You can also head over to my website, emilyrobinsonfitness.com to check out my beginner's ebook that goes over everything you need to know about mindset, working out, and nutrition to get started with your fitness journey and succeed. Until next time, signing off, Coach Emily.